Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps we offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation available until 30th September 2023 The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy a tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price no upfront costs Let's go! Champions League is back in Glasgow. Andy Walker, Barry Ferguson are here and you can speak to them if you're heading to the game. 0808 17 17 700. Celtic against Lazio. Rangers play tomorrow night in the Europa League trying to build on the win a couple of weeks ago against Betis and they are in Limassol to play Aris with Stephen Davis in charge, interim charge after the dismissal of Michael Beale the other night. Who's going to be the new manager? A few names, but it's Frank Lampard seems to be leading the pack at the moment. And the Euros returning to the UK and they could be coming to Scotland to Hampden Park in 2028. Also, the Scotland squad today for the matches later this month and we'll hear from Stevie Clark soon. No real shocks there, although we mentioned it last night, Kieran Tierney out for the next couple of months and obviously out of the squad. Andy Walker, you enjoyed some great European nights at Celtic. Is this going to be one of them with Lazio in town? I really hope so, and I, I do have a good feeling about Celtic winning. It's been I didn't realise it has been so long, 10 years since they won a group stage game at home in the Champions League, so... I can't think of a better way to to put that to an end by winning tonight. And I think it's the reason Brendan Rodgers was here to give Celtic a bit more credibility in European football. Players beginning to come back for him. Carter Vickers could be on the bench tonight, Barry, and Nat Phillips probably start. There's no Lagerbielka because of suspension. Yeah, I think Nat Phillips will be the one that will uh, replace Lagerbielka. Um, no doubt about it. In terms of Carter Vickers, Paul, I don't think you'll see him starting until after the, the international break. They need to be careful because I think we spoke about it a number of times. He's such an important player for Celtic. But I think it's a, a real good opportunity for Celtic to get the first three points in the Champions League, uh, League group stage. Lazio, uh, sorry. Yep, there is Lazio. Um, are not in the best of form. Sitting 15th in Serie A. Um, seven points in seven games. So... Yeah, it's a good opportunity and I think Celtic will get the, the, the three points that they, they need to get off to a, a good start. Celtic fans, there you are. Barry thinks Celtic could get three points tonight. Andy, do you agree? You said you think yeah, they could I, tonight. They I, have to. I think they have to if they're serious about finishing either second or third. I think it's the type of group where you could finish second or third. I think the fact that Feyenoord are the pot one seeds, that they're the ones that everyone, I think, in every other pot wanted and even although Celtic lost over there, I think they've got a good chance of beating them at home if you can beat Lazio at home. And in name and ability more than anything else, I think Atletico Madrid are really the the team who are the number one seeds. They've got such a tremendous uh, defensive record. They've got Champions League pedigree. I think they'll top the group. What's the weather word, Andy? Does it affect the game? Is it good for the Scottish team up I think, against the Italian? Oh, I just think every player loves a, a silky, fast surface. Uh, the pitch of Celtic Park is absolutely terrific anyway. Um, uh, and I, I, I always loved a really fast surface. Always thought I had a decent touch and if you've got a decent touch, you can play on that. There's so much on the go today since our pulling out of the Premiership sponsorship. At the end of this season, they could have gone for another few years. They had an option to, but they're coming out two years early. Maybe talk about that later. Um, 
and we'll hear from Stephen Davis pretty soon. Barry, any word? You were on on Monday night. You had the first say on what you think is going to happen. Frank Lampard's name wasn't top of the list at that point, but it seems to be now. Yeah, it looks if he's um, the front runner for the, the, the job. Um, I, I'm still, Paul, the last couple of days I've been thinking about it. Did I go down the experience route? Um, but I, I believe that Rangers need to get a manager for the next three, four, five years. That's seven managers in five years. It's very unlike Rangers, two managers in 10 months, we obviously Gio losing his job, Michael Beale taking over, so they really need to take their time and make sure they get the right guy for the job. Whether they bring somebody young in and then an experienced head above them, I, I, I really don't know, Paul, but they, they need to get this appointment spot on. Any manager coming in, Barry, would want some idea of what there is to spend, they'd want mm. strengthen, whether that's on loan or whether they just identify their own players. Have Rangers got a big budget to go with someone else again? I think they spent most of it, Andy, in the summer. Um, so that that is a problem when a new manager coming in. Obviously, can't do any business for the next um, three months or so, but come January as a manager, naturally you would want to bring your own players in. So whether they might need to go down the loan market, um, but it'll be interesting to see if there, there, um, there is funds available for the new manager coming in. Um, because at this moment in time, if I'm being brutally honest, I don't think the squad is good enough. No, I don't think it's as good enough eh, as good as the squad last season. And Cholak away, you know, Sakala. Okay. That's thirty goals. You, you took. And listen, you can go on that both weren't certain starters. But one thing about Cholak, he knew where the back of the net was. Sakala, he was an impact player. Eh, missed some big chances and big games, but he still scored some important goals. But you look at the the game so far and the the players that have been brought in. I don't think they've hit the ground running and um, they they've been, certainly need to do a lot better. Yeah, they've been overhyped until such times as you see, you know, Dessers and Lammers and unfortunately I think Danilo might have done it but he's got a, a bad injury yeah. but anyone who's been brought in this summer I think has been overhyped because we haven't seen any evidence of any player being a, a game changer and the one quality player has been the goalkeeper. Yeah. The fans obviously trusted the new manager. It was only in 10 months, but that was the summer when he was getting his say, his way. The director of football had gone and they trusted him. You can understand it in a way. Well, that, he did uh, hype the players. As soon as you get rid of the yeah. director of football, then uh, every signing becomes the manager's responsibility. He couldn't look to you know a director. Well, he, he wasn't my signing. Uh, I'm not to blame. Mm -hmm. uh, he couldn't do that. These were all uh, endorsed by uh, Michael Beale and... Everyone keeps saying it, whether you're a, a Ranger supporter or a supporter of any other team, you expect, having spent that amount of money, for Rangers to be a better team. And as Barry says, they're not. All right, Celtic fans, what are you thinking ahead of the game tonight? Celtic against Lazio. Ten years since you had a win at home uh, under the lights in the Champions League. Here's uh, Brendan Rodgers speaking to the media about European football. I haven't been here before and experienced the Champions League nights. There, it's um, I'm really looking forward to it. Of course, um, it's a game that, that, that brings the stadium into such emotion, and, and, and obviously we want to then bring that emotion onto the field. And historically, you have a great European nights here, but you want also to have you want to have the result with it. So, so that's what we're determined to. To, to bring to the, the game tomorrow and uh, yeah our first one at home for this season they're going to be really important for us the home game so so we want to uh, to make a good start yeah obviously really exciting game um, start the competition at home tomorrow hopefully we can get this place rocking um, by performance on the pitch the energy that we bring 
and uh, hopefully they can have a, a special night Andy for Callum McGregor we heard him we heard Brendan Rogers. get the place rocking early try and punish them early on if they can yeah, if they can, and uh, it's so important that uh, Celtic are really strong defensively tonight. I know that's been a position that uh, you know Celtic have not had their strongest players. Uh, they've looked uh, decent at times, but I agree with Barry. It looks as though Nat Phillips might start the game tonight. You're assuming it's alongside Scales, who has impressed domestically, but... This is a different challenge. I know they've been slow starters in Italian football, but uh, there is a level of experience there that Celtic need to be wary of. We're going to get your team shortly. Um, Greg Taylor could be a doubt, Barry, as well. We're waiting to find out. It has been... Yeah, but just in terms of yep. the, the game tonight, I, I think Celtic will come out the traps and go for them, but they've got to be organised behind that. Because you, you are... I know they're not having a great season, Lazio and they're sitting 15th in the league, but they've still got some quality players. And if you leave gaps, they, they could punish you. So I'm sure when they're going forward in numbers, they need to make sure they keep the back door closed. And they came second uh, just a few months ago in Serie A. Yeah, you don't, you don't become yeah, a bad team sure. overnight. They're just struggling a wee bit. They've had a slow start. Seven games, seven points. Naturally, they would like to think they would have been the, the top six but again I mean I've seen Callum McGregor's quotes it'd be silly to disrespect them and that's that's bang on the button for me because they are a, a very good team so if, if Celtic are not on it tonight I think they could get punished but I'll say what I said earlier I do think Celtic could get their first three points um, in the Champions League group stage Here's Brendan Rodgers no, Listen I, I look at Lazio and they're a very talented talented team Um so we will, like I said earlier, we, we have to be 100%. Okay, they may not have made the, the start in terms of results that they would have liked, but they still have players of quality, players that can make a, a difference. Um, you've got Mobley up front, his, his level over a number of years and how he leads the line. Luis Alberto, like I said, I, uh, I signed as a young player when he was 20, so I know his technical qualities and I know that he can, uh, he can be very creative and talented player, Philippe uh, Anderson, we've seen it at West Ham as a talented player. So, so for us, it's for us, it's it's obviously not so much looking at them. Of course, we know they're a good team, but we have to bring our game to the uh, uh, to the match, and and we want to play at the highest level that we can, and that means that we play with an intensity, with a speed, with a quality, and uh, and I think that obviously. At home, we normally have to break down defences that are low and, and, and deep. These games are normally, there's more space to, to play in, even though they have greater qualities, but there's more space to play in, and that should set our games down. Andy, what's your team for tonight? We know, we're not sure at the back. We, we don't know, but if you could, what would be your lineup? Yeah, you'd imagine uh, Hart will come into goal. It'll be Alistair Johnson and Taylor, obviously, if he's fit. I'm expecting Phillips, uh, Nat Phillips, to line up alongside Scales. The midfield, I think, picks itself because it's the strongest at the moment. With O'Reilly, Callum McGregor as the captain, Hatati, and then up front, you've got Kyogo Maida, maybe Palmer after he's... You know, scoring the goal at the weekend, he's on a bit of a high, he wants to make an impact. Uh, this type of opposition might just suit him. So, um, yeah, I mean, you look at Lazio, I think I read today, they've, they've not lost any of their last seven in the Champions League. I mean, I know they've drawn five of them. 
But there's a, a level of experience there that, uh, as I said earlier, Celtic will need to be uh, wary of. And Celtic will get chances, of course. They need to take them. They need to be strong in, in both boxes. Looking forward to it tonight? Always. Champions yeah. League in Glasgow. There's something just so so special about it when you when you get that music, when you get the level of excitement, the anticipation. It is magnificent. Barry, is your team similar to Andy Walker's? Yeah, I think the only two changes, obviously, Laga Bielka um, out suspended. I think Nat Phillips will come in, and then another one, Yang. I think I think James Forrest might start tonight. Right, yeah, his, yeah. that'd be his experience. Um, he's played enough times in the Champions League to understand it. So I, I think that'll be the only two changes. Um, as I says, the midfield three for me, that is the strongest midfield three at Celtic by a country mile. Um, and Kyle going. Mieda are almost certainties to start so on the right side is it Yang is it Palmer or is it James Forrest I think he might um, go for James Forrest James Forrest what do you think Celtic fans 08 08 17 17 700 he's got such experience it's his testimonial year he only got 28 minutes the other week he must have been yeah. raging when, oh, when, well Joe Hart took one for the team though didn't he but James yeah. Forrest could you see him tonight yeah, yeah I mean he's got the experience and uh, again he's not going to play every week but he will make a contribution this season if he's in tonight um, it's the type of position where you could say to anyone who starts Go and give us your best 45, 60 minutes and then we'll we'll change it no matter the score just to get the, the fresh legs and the quality on. Mm-hmm. To be fair, it may look really sharp at Livingston. Yeah. Before obviously the, the sending off of, of Joe Hart and he must have been he must have been raging. But listen, at the end of the day you've got to take somebody off to put the goalkeeper on. But I just um I, I listen, James Forrest is experienced, he's played a lot of football, but he's a very good player as well, James Forrest. For sure. I played a game yeah. <laughs> I played a game, Barry, where uh, do you remember Carol Muggleton? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. He was a goalkeeper. goalkeeper. Yeah. Yep. And he came on to partner me up front. It was the last game of the season, we were playing ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we were we're struggling for bodies, struggling for numbers. <laughs> and we had a goalkeeper on the bench and someone got injured. I think it was Gareth Taylor, yeah. who's now the Man City women's manager. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Carol Muggleton and me played up front. <laughs> And he was a he was a goalkeeper. And what's your point caller in that one? Just, uh, it just it just came into my mind. Yeah, it? he's um, I wonder what he's thinking about the goal that didn't stand. Well, we're all talking about in the office. Yeah. Everyone's talking about, it, aren't they? We've got so much on tonight yeah, to it talk was about. So interesting, but, yeah, to hear the, the audio. audio. Yeah, I just think they've they've froze, they've panicked, and everybody's been on about. Oh, they take too long for decisions. That that was a chance for them to just listen, take your time because it was a. A horrendous mistake, no doubt about it. Um, Klopp's now wanting a replay. Yeah, yeah. I've seen you, that. You can't have a replay. No, no, can you? no chance. If, if you're Klopp, if it goes to so what, one what, point in what, the end what of the level season. of rotten decision merits a, a replay? Because we we see so many horrible decisions, and that one was human error. And I don't think there's any need to change any laws of the game. I think there's a, a need to change who, whoever's in the job and didn't do it properly. And I've always felt, you know, when I hear a oh, refereeing such a hard job, mm-hmm. it's so difficult. Well, try being a footballer. Mm-hmm. Try making some of the decisions that footballers make on the pitch. Because see, if you don't get them right, you won't play. Um, so drop them. Yeah. Absolutely drop but, them. But and I'm, there is a level of accountability that you get down south, which I, I don't think we get it here. Why did nobody listen to Ollie? We've all heard it, yeah? And Ollie is saying delay, delay. He yep. realises a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the free kick was yeah. taken by the Tottenham player, 
one or two seconds that's when the guy Ollie come in yeah. and says delay delay that was the stage but she went when it went on 10 15 20 25 30 seconds then it became at a stage where you couldn't stop the game yeah. um, but I thought if they were going to stop it it should have done it been done as soon as that free kick was taken you couldn't let them near air traffic control, could you? There's language you have to use. And I think yes. rugby uses it a bit more. And you've also football. got this um, interpretation that, you know, maybe this must be such an easy job because a few of them were out in Saudi or Doha doing a game out there and then they flying back and we'll, we'll just settle in to, to doing a wee bit here. That shouldn't be allowed, it, should it? It gives the, the idea to everyone, this is, yeah. this is easy. A gravy train. And actually, it, it's not, you need mm. to be, it, the fact that they're talking about referees being specifically for VAR, I think that's a, a, a good thing. Do and you, then you yeah. still you still want strong referees on the pitch. And I've always said that you... Um, I don't like the idea where you, you know, you're shown a freeze frame, and you're and you're basically listening to someone else who's got a different opinion on something that a referee might have seen in its entirety. You know. Do you know? And Andy makes a a great point. I've not thought it, thought about it this way. Like in terms of, I know it's a difficult job refereeing, but being a professional football player, certainly at Rangers and Celtic, where you're under pressure to perform and get results, and if you don't. Then somebody from the bench or up in the stand comes well, in. The and first takes thing you'll place. get, you'll get booed by your own supporters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you'll get uh, berated by your own teammates. Uh, the manager might take you off if you keep making the same mistakes. You, you you'll not play again. Now you'll get uh, criticised in the media. You'll get criticised everywhere. So well, they're getting criticised everywhere. Well, yeah. absolutely. And um, you know, I think we do have some good referees. Can you imagine the audio being released? for some of the games up here. I mean, that would be, I think it would be really interesting. I mean, I, I'm like Barry, I, I found the audio that we listened yeah. to at the Spurs-Liverpool game. Great, it's great to hear that. It's great to hear how, how quick people are doing their jobs. They got it entirely wrong, but it would be good to hear the audio and what what made them reach the, the decision that they, they came to. Barry, if you'd been there, would you have said, no, stop, delay, it's a goal? Would have stopped. Yeah. yeah. In terms of the rules. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I thought Jamie Carrigan Monday night was mm. was bang on him and Frank Lampard when they were talking about it. Spot on. I understand there's rules, but when Ollie comes in and says it after a second or two, just stop the game. Because yeah. we all make mistakes. They made a mistake. Yeah, yeah that's but, human. But it's obvious. It's yeah. clear. Yeah, and it obvious. was a horrendous mistake. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. I don't I, think they understood. It was again. They've got to be clearing what is the flag went up for. That wasn't clear. Was it offside? Was it a, a, a foul? They were talking about Salah pulling a jersey. Yeah. At that stage, they didn't know what the yeah. what the, the linesman had flagged for. Yeah. And they never, they never discussed that again. No, they just assumed they something. Yeah. So yeah. they've got to be clearing sure. offside. Well, it was given offside by the assistant referee on the day. And that's why they checked it. And for some reason, they didn't communicate. Well, actually, it, it's onside. It's a goal. Never... Never did they use the word onside or even off. It was yeah, it was, it was too casual as well. I, I can't. I know Jurgen, them in there. I know Jurgen Klopp is talking about a replay. No. I can't see that no. happening, and Barry, I don't think it sure. would be right. Barry, I just don't think I can't worry. Of course, I know. I agree, but I'm just but if you were mm-hmm. if you were the Liverpool manager, yeah, he's, that, he's absolutely yeah. raging. Listen, will that affect what's going to happen in the league? Who knows? We won't know that until the end of the season. 
Um, but I can understand his frustration and anger, but I don't think you, you, you can't replay the game. It's not Tottenham's fault, let's be honest, is it? Oh, for sure. It was referee, yeah. VAR, it was yeah. their communication that was all at fault. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Is it going to slow the game down a bit, do you think? Because the officials this weekend well, will be well, really they were nervous. When it first come, come out, we yeah. were talking about it in here, it was taking three, four, yeah. five minutes for a decision. Um, and then I think that's what's panicked the officials now to get these decisions done within 5, 10, 15 seconds. But when you look at that mistake that was made in the Tottenham-Liverpool game, you've got to take a step back and and make the right decision because that, um, that was a shocker. I, I know it's here to stay, Barry, but again, when you're doing games all the time, I was at Blackpool Derby again last night and um, it's refreshing. No VAR. Not to have mm. it in the There's no VAR and everything's played at a good yep. pace and you do get people that are upset I've got the luxury of looking at a, a replay yeah you get a sky the, replay yeah, yeah some of the decisions might be might be tight some of the decisions in terms of fouls you might disagree with <laughs> but there is something refreshing about you just seeing it and uh, you're getting on with it have you paid for the licence or are you is that a fire <laughs> stick that the sky used there kidding quick break and then we're back Celtic Lazio tonight and we'll also preview Rangers and Aberdeen in action tomorrow the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Andy Walker, the big two from the old firm, are here last night. It was Craig Moore and Peter Grant. So, big upgrade tonight. <laughs> I'm saying that after our night out, you were all in great form, actually, but great. I mean, you and Peter Grant give each other... Belters, yeah. He's an embarrassment, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) And what about Craig Moore last night? He was obviously, I see he was in the papers immediately, they picked up on it. Mm -hmm. So do you think it could be, and it could be, uh, Kevin Muscat for Rangers? Yeah, I mean, a few people have asked me, Paul, Kevin Muscat's a pretty experienced Mm -hmm. manager. He's been managing now for, I think, 10 or 11 years. Um, Albeit it's been, I think, what was it, nine years in Australia, the year in Belgium. Um, And now he's been in Japan for about 18 months. Um, and done really well uh, so I don't see the reason why um, not that the Rangers board wouldn't sit down with, with Kevin Muscat um, I, I think it's a quality that Rangers need experience mm. and that's why I'm really surprised that it seems to be at the moment Frank Lampard um, who's got very uh, limited uh, experience and, and I think it's someone who's been over the course of management dealing with real problems and uh, Rangers have got a few problems at the moment they've got a I don't know let's call it a decent squad but managers are important managers can improve the level of a player's performance a good coach a good manager uh, that's what Rangers need let's one, one yeah. came to mind when yeah. I seen him do an yeah. interview Sam Allardyce Right, hi. His name's there today. Yeah, yeah. I know he's a, a bit old, but listen, he can get a team organised. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he knows how to manage. He's got brilliant experience. Just guys like that, and I can understand the reason. So it'll be interesting to see what route Rangers do go down. Did they go down the route of a younger manager like a Lampard, like they done with Gerrard and Michael Beale? Or do they go for an experienced head? Um, so, look, this this next seven or so days, Paul, because I said, I think they need to get this manager in place by the middle of next week. Get him a week in, train him with the guys seven, ten days before that first home game against Hibs at Ibrox. Let's speak to Sean on the line from Garthamlet. Good evening, Sean. 
Alright guys, how's you all doing? Good, Good how are you? I'm not bad. So what do you think um about I th- yeah. I think Rangers will appoint a manager. I think they'll leave it. I think they'll give Steve Davis tomorrow. Well, obviously they'll give him tomorrow. I think they'll give him the Sunday game as well against mm-hmm. St Mon. And then I think they'll make an announcement Monday or Tuesday next week. I think they'll try and get something uh, for uh, the international break. Yeah. Uh, but give the manager a couple of weeks to get used to the team. I know some players might fly out to international, but yeah. I think somebody will come in in uh, middle of next week at the latest. Sean, here's what I need to know. Who do you want as yeah. manager? If you were the chairman of Rangers, yeah. Sean, who would you be contacting and securing? Well, Kevin Muster, I think he's dropped down the rankings, but I put, I've put i had Kevin Muster, I've got Lampard on my equipment as well, and I've got Graham Potter, but it looks like Graham Potter's ruled his sell out. But, um, but, but there's rumours that Steve, um, Frank Lampard's had in, um, meetings, but I don't know how much they're through. It's paper talk, so you don't know. Mm. Well, the bookies don't get things, they don't get it right all the time, but they're never too far away yep. from it. Yeah, Barry, we said it earlier on, his name there. What do you think about Sam Allardyce, Sean? Yeah, I was actually watching that. I watched that um, on YouTube and I actually seen that. And he, he, he did say, uh, he's no um, saying the uh, Rangers come and get him, but he would look at it. So, um, I don't know. I think Sam's, because Sam's always done teams that, in the relegation so there's mm-hmm. one thing he would do but if he did get the job and I'll give him credit this way he would clean up the, de- the defence at Rangers and we would stop waiting too many goals but I don't <laughs> know if he's the right man but um, if he came on I would welcome him but anybody I don't want to disrespect old managers but I think MD will do better than uh, our last manager so I was at I think the... that last I was at the Blackpool game last night, Sean, and a few people down in England, Blackpool fans, just taking an interest in Scottish football, and they were talking about Neil Warnock. Yeah, he, he was also well. he he was also of a of an age of an mm-hmm. experience. He's had a level of success. And he's got a place up here, a lot. That's right? Doesn't he? Yeah, I've got to say yeah, that. Is that so, near your um, estate down that way? No, no. Would that but, would that excite you, Sean? Well, see, boys, I, I like his character. I think he always speaks well. And um, I think um, Jews would love him and um, I think the papers would love him because he's always got a bit of character about him. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say no to him, but he wouldn't be on my list, but I wouldn't say no. I'll tell you what's clear, Barry. There is no one candidate yeah. that people... Because we talked about yeah, it Monday Generally, night, Paul, I would say I think it should be this man. I honestly don't know. I've been thinking about it the last... Um, few days yeah. I, I think experience and then I think would it not be good to bring somebody in who's mid-40s or whatever honestly don't know um, and I can imagine what's going through the Rangers board's minds at, at this time but one thing I do know is they need to get it spot on Paul because they can't be making changes was, do you think Stephen Gerrard was spot on? Um, what, the, what he done the, the reason I'm asking done, Barry attracted is, players. is the reason I'm asking is it took him three years yep yep so you, you could maybe see some progress but yeah. a Rangers manager who doesn't win anything for the next couple of but years are you, you still sticking by him? They're in a semi-final in a League Cup mm-hmm. at this moment in time they've got a brilliant chance as soon as they come in the door I think they've got a great chance of winning a trophy pretty much um, right away and I think Europe, the Europa League group stage I look at that I think they've they'll get out of that no disrespect to the, the teams in there but I think Rangers should have enough to get out of it 
Scottish Cup's not started yet. They're seven points behind Celtic, but I still yeah. think it's a job that you can go and, and try and um, make your put our sorry put your stamp on it and win a trophy as quickly as possible. Because you're right, Andy. They, they need to start winning trophies. Yeah. Celtic have been so dominant, and it's clear that at this moment in time, I says to you, in Monday night, I'm looking at Celtic, and I'm thinking Celtic are only going to get stronger. Um, listen, that was a tough one for them at the weekend, but they showed a bit of character. It's easy to feel sorry for yourself when Mother will equalise in the 95th minute, but that shows me that they've got something about them to come back and, and get that goal um, right I, at the last minute. I only won one league title, and the the amount of times we scored late on injury time in that season was incredible, and that was that was something drilled into you by Big Billy, Roy Aitken, Tommy Burns, Pat Bonner, Paul McStay, guys who had been over the course before. You never give up. It's never... It's never away. Yeah. See, looking at this Rangers team, if somebody equalised against them five minutes into injury time, I, I, I couldn't see them coming back. Mm. Yeah. And that's what I watched on Saturday. Heads going down, yeah. yeah. 20 minutes, uh, Sean, you obviously watched the game as well. I was watching it. I thought they started yeah. really well the first 20 minutes. Missed well, a few I, chances. I, I, and then I thought... Yeah. You can see it starts to affect them and I'm yeah. looking around about and I'm thinking something needs to grab mm -hmm. the game with the scruff of the neck and I can't see this at this moment in time and that's where I need a manager to come in and and try and drill that into them or, or try and get it out of them. Sean? Well, see, see to be honest, right, and I don't want to disrespect the old Mark, Michael Bill, but See if um, he continued in his job. I don't think, like us at most Rangers fans, I think Ibrox would have been a graveyard for the next home mm. game because I actually don't think, I think you'd be lucky to get 20,000 in it. Next no, it game. was, Sean, I agree. It was beginning to become toxic. Yep. There's, no, there's no doubt about that. And when that happens, there's, there's no way back. And I think the Rangers board, to be fair, done made the right decision, should I say. A few weeks back at the old firm yep. game, I think it was too early. He'd built a squad give him the, the international break let him continue but it was clear that it, it was it was tough and it wasn't just the players that are suffering I could see Michael Beale suffering yeah. and then obviously it festers into the stands and the fans start but you did get a feeling at that time that they must have been thinking about it if he loses another game mm -hmm. what do we do who yeah. do we go to yeah. what, who's next mm -hmm. and, and they must have been thinking about it then I spoke to someone yesterday I said this last night who spoke with Michael Beale yesterday mm -hmm. and Michael said I understand the decision results driven business yep. clearly he was disappointed but he didn't have any anything bad at all to say about the club and it sounded as though he well, knew well I'll be honest I wasn't jump about no yeah brilliant I, I, it's actually quite sad to see somebody lose their yeah. job but listen ultimately you've got to win games of football three losses in the first seven yeah. domestically that's not that's not Rangers um, so they had to make a change and now they need to get this next appointment as I keep saying they need to get it spot on it's difficult to get it spot on but you look at what Celtic who they brought in when they lost a manager who won five trophies out of six they brought it's an to, experienced guy in it's hard to gauge yeah. Barry what spot on is I mean you let's say someone wins a trophy mm -hmm. this uh, League Cup um, is it determined is a level of success determined by a League Cup it's surely got to be about where you finish in the league, how you play mm -hmm. against uh, opposition on a weekly basis. Are you seeing a good brand of football? Because that was a criticism of Van Bronckhurst. It was then a criticism of Michael Beale. Can you win big games? Can you win against Celtic? You might not win the league, but you might beat Celtic. You might see somebody put a team together 
alright we can't win the league this season but progress. at least I'm put mm. progress that's yeah. the word uh, Paul and you know spot on it might be a manager that doesn't win you the league but you know he's going in the right direction and I think it takes a strong board to stick by someone like that mm. they, need, they need to win leagues yeah. listen cups when? are great straight away well this season well I think of a new, I think they would be a bit it would be under, understandable that obviously there's seven points uh, behind but listen there's still a long way to go there's 31 games what is it 93 points yeah and about 93, that, 93 yeah, points still to right. play yeah. for a manager might come in and galvanise this squad I don't squad. think this Rangers team is capable of going on the type of run required to pull Celtic back because I agree with you what you said earlier I think Celtic are going to get better mm-hmm. they're going to have their more experienced players coming back into the team They've not been at their best, but look what they're doing. Andy on the socials, uh, listen to what you said there about Frank Lampard. All of you, isn't the dangerous that he's not playing? Stephen Gerrard was box office. Lampard is box office. Stephen Gerrard got two years and then he won in the third year, but that won't happen again. And he's listening and he agrees with you, Barry. And you, Andy, he thinks it needs somebody of experience. Somebody who's got a track record in management, but not one of the old ones. And I'm certainly not being ageist. But then again... I've been racking my brains. All the managers are in jobs. As Rangers get the money to go and shell out a certain amount of compensation. Probably Because these managers are on yeah. hefty salaries. That is the issue that Rangers are going to come up well, against. No, the I, only issue. There's quite a few issues that Rangers are going to come up against if they want to get a high-caliber manager. I, I go back to just what you know, your time at, at Celtic when Tommy Burns came in. Really inexperienced but put together a team eventually that played really good football, but weren't winning the league, and Fergus pulled the trigger. But then you had people like Joseph Vengloss, who I thought was a really good manager, signed some really good players. Um, Vim Janssen. I mean, I remember Celtic supporters wanting him out the door when they lost their first two games of the season in the, in the season that they actually did win the league to stop Rangers doing uh, 10. So... There's a level of homework you can do on people that you might not have heard of. Who had heard of Ange Postacoglu? But then, Postacoglu had been a manager for 25 years. And that's our ignorance, isn't it? And I've said that before. Mm, Our ignorance, our arrogance. What does he know? He's (laughs) coming from the other side of the world. And we we say that about so many people, whereas you should be saying, that's really, maybe an interesting one. People are talking about Kevin Muscat. Muscat's been a manager for 10, 11 years. And he's uh, that's things. a fair bit of experience. Yeah. Yep, I know he, a lot of people are going back on his time in Belgium, which wasn't great. But then is he went, your favourite? He's got to be up there. Yep. Yeah, I think he's a character that can handle the situation as well. You know him? Yep, I played with Muskie. Yep, I think he could handle it. Mm. Um, he's a fiery customer. One thing for sure, um, he would have a team that would be right in people's faces. Uh, I've watched quite a few of his games over in Japan. Uh, and he plays a, a certain way that is attack-minded. Um, so I, I wouldn't rule him out, um, Kevin Muscat. Because a few people said to me today, ah, he's, he's not that experienced. He has experienced. He's got, yeah. I don't know what, how many games, I'll need to look at it. I would imagine he's got, what, 300, 400 games under his belt? Probably. Yep, 10 years, so, yeah. Won the championship and... That's why I think Rangers will feel a bit burned by going with someone who had so much inexperience Mm -hmm. 
And Frank Lampard, he's been a manager for what two, three yeah. seasons. He's he not was, had a. He wasn't long at Derby. And wasn't long at Derby and sure. not not long at, at Chelsea. Chelsea yeah. I, I just can't see them. And Everton going down that route. wasn't good last year. Yeah, Sean, listen, thanks very much for calling. Just before you go, yeah, here was Brendan Rodgers. He was asked about Michael Beale going from Rangers. Obviously, listen, I'm always saddened when any manager loses their, their job, no matter what club they work at. Um, when you manage Celtic or Rangers, they're, 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 they're big pressure jobs. And, um, and I'm sure Michael will go away and, and reflect on his time here and, and no doubt he'll, he'll he'll come back in again he's, he's an outstanding young coach and, and manager so um, and he'll go away and reflect on on the pressure that he was under and the expectation and the stress that this job can bring uh, and he'll learn from it and, and then go on and, uh, and and get another job and, and make a success at it I'm pretty sure so uh, so yeah so whatever club Whoever it is, I, it, it's, it's not nice when someone loses their, their role and position and uh, I, I hope for him for the, the best for the future, of course. Barry, what do you make of that? Oh, no, I was just going oh, on about... Oh, sorry, <laughs> I thought you were... Sorry, yeah. sorry, I was no, looking up yeah. about Muskie. Of course, yeah. yeah he's, but Manny's 334 games. God, you're Hang on, we're talking about Celtic. You're, you're just know, dismissing know, it. Sorry, 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 guys, I get <laughs> caught away. Andy, caught up there. Um, he spoke I, really well because that's a difficult yes. one, isn't it? When you're speaking about, a, you know, well, I don't think it, I don't think it's difficult for someone like Brendan Rodgers, who I think does really care about the role yeah. of, you know, being a coach, being a manager. He's had his disappointment in his life with injury, yeah. and he went into coaching really early. He's he's made all those steps up the ladder to get where he is now, and I think he's still he's still one of the best around. So I think he would always be open to the development of coaches, managers. I think that's something that he's spoken about before. And he, he Anyway, back to Rangers. <laughs> he's been in the situation that Michael Beale's been in as well. Yeah. And I, I thought he spoke really well regarding, because it's a fiercest rival, but listen, he, he has a, an experienced campaign and he understands the, the pressures. And, and there's one thing about up here, if you can't handle the pressures that come with you, you're not going to survive, Paul. Sean, thanks for calling in. You're not sure who it's going to be, but you are confident things are going to turn around. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. They pride themselves on honesty, integrity, quality and workmanship. Let's go! Up in a moment or two, we'll have uh, Stephen Davis, the interim manager of Rangers. He'll be speaking from Cyprus, where Rangers are in action tomorrow night. Brendan Rodgers, Celtic, in action tonight. And that's why he came back to Glasgow, wasn't it? Probably for the Champions League. Uh, he was speaking to the media yesterday and asked, um, you know, What's he looking for tonight up against Lazio? We'll hear from him in just a second or two. Here he is. Well, clearly not, not losing any players off the, the field will help uh, at this level. But, uh, but I think there was, there was lots of aspects of the first hour that I really liked. We were unfortunate to, to lose the players, I felt, in the game. But in, uh, in the general flow of the game, I was pleased. We went away. We had to be strong defensively whilst looking to play and have the confidence to play. So so for me, it's it's a continuation, but we'll have our support. I think that the recipe for us tomorrow, and especially at this level, is bravery. You have to be brave. You have to have that courage and that conviction to, to play how you want to play. And I always say these are big belief games. You believe in your qualities. These players, I have no doubt, from the first whistle, will be ready to, to give everything to the game. And if we can go and play with that belief and that that courage, 
then uh, we've got a great chance of getting a result. And his captain, Callum McGregor, says, yeah, home should be an advantage. It's time to get a win at home in the Champions League. Yeah, spot on. Um, I think we, we probably sit here every year and, and try and mark that the home games are the, are the positive ones where you, you kind of make your mark in the group. But it seems... Uh, it seems even more important this time around having having lost the first game. So if we can get points on the board tomorrow, um, then it gives us a good feeling. You know, you've arrived in the competition and then you eat them at the rest of the home games to, to try and really push and, and give yourself a chance in the group. How big a night is this, Andy, for the Brendan Rodgers era, Mark II? I think you'll know so much by the end of the game. If Celtic have won it, they are right in the mix for finishing either, I think, second or third. And if they, I mean, I mentioned earlier about the experience of Lazio drawing five of their last Champions League group stage games. If Celtic draw, I think it's a huge disappointment. And clearly, if they get beat, then, you know, that's the, the biggest blow of all. Yeah, home advantage is so important, Paul. Um, and listen, I think it's a brilliant time to play Lazio. They're, they're clearly not in top form, but Brendan Rodgers uh, used two words there. You've got to have courage, you've got to have bravery, you've got to want to take the ball. Um, and listen, I, I think it's a, a great opportunity for Celtic to get the first three points on the board because your home games are so important. I look at Atletico Madrid, for me, they are the top, I think Andy mentioned at the start of the programme. They're easily the, the, the best team by a country mile in the group. Um, but for me, I think Celtic have got to be looking at least third place in this group. I, I, I mean, Brendan, Brendan Rodgers talking about bravery. I mean, I, I don't see anyone in that Celtic team lacking bravery. And when he talks about bravery, he's talking about, you know, get demanding the ball, getting on mm. the ball, trying to make something happen. These Celtic players, I think, have done that domestically over the last number of years. I think the big letdown for any Celtic supporter has been Celtic in European mm. competition. And this is what... Brendan Rodgers spoke about when he came into the job um, in the summer, you know, trying to make their mark in Europe. And if and if Celtic look at Rangers in, a, in any degree of, of envy, it's just about how much they've done in Europe over the last, you know, two or three years. Getting to a UEFA Cup final, winning games away from home. Um, ten years since Celtic won a Champions League group stage game in, in Glasgow. And... Perfect time to, to bring that awful record to an end tonight. Well, the other game in Group E has kicked off five minutes ago. Atletico Madrid, nil, Feyenoord, nil. They'd be the favourites, obviously, Barry. Atletico. Yeah, for me, they're the, yeah. the top team. Listen, they've got so much experience in this competition. The manager has got so much experience. The, the team that he's got, um, defensively, they're, they're unbelievable. Um, going forward, they've got players that can really hurt you. So for me, they're the top team in the group. And then it's between the, the other three that are going to fight the, the, the other places out. And Andy, obviously every Celtic fan hoping that uh, Feyenoord got a doing tonight. <laughs> because, you know, Atletico yeah. are, are yeah, that's, favourites. That, yeah, that's what you want. Feyenoord have started well. They've had a home game and they beat Celtic, albeit, you know, Celtic yeah. played reasonably well. But maybe getting a bit to that naivety of, you know, the red cards. And I think that's what uh, Celtic don't want to get involved in tonight. Any sort of naivety. And you, you saw it even from experienced players last night Let's take the Arsenal game, for example. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, the, just the daft mistakes they make and uh, you end up losing the game against a team that you, you maybe fancy beating. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to seeing it, that, how that's it all appears. Uh, yeah. you, you make a mistake in the Champions League, you get punished straight away. 
because they're the top teams and the top players that you're playing against. So that's what I mean. You need to be a hundred percent concentrated on your game because, as I said, if you do make a mistake, these players will hurt you. Bellingham will jump in, won't he? Napoli, that nah, mistake, I'd you know the, that. Paul, the I, captain. I, I could yeah. watch him. Bellingham's phenomenal. I know. Yeah, yeah I, I was just saying it was a mistake. You know, the captain makes a mistake, mm. ends Bellingham, boom. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. love watching him. I think he's going, he's one of the best at this moment in time, but he is definitely going to be the best midfielder in the world in the next year or two. Is he really only 20? <laughs> he's so <laughs> mature. Amazing. So mature. The maturity on and off the park mm. is just yeah. uh, so impressive. Great games Except, last night, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I watched the Man United get there struggling. Defensively, they're all over the place. Yeah, they are, they're in trouble, I think, Man United. Think so, yeah. What about the manager? Because last season, you uh, know, he won I'm a trophy, sure got Champions uh, League. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm just not sure of him. I'm not sure the players are sure of him either. Mm-hmm. Just watching them. Yeah, it's not the Man United that I remember. I know they've struggled since Alex Ferguson obviously left, but for me, um, yeah, Man United are I'm not a powerful team now, Paul. Feyenoord are one up, they've yep. just scored. Uh, so not what we expected a, a bit fortuitous so, I mean we're yeah. talking about Atletico maybe we're do. you know battering yeah. uh, but again OG. it just yeah. shows you the how difficult it is in the Champions League there was a bit of uh, luck involved in this goal but uh, even a couple of minutes ago they had a chance to score and it's given the the Dutch supporters a what a joy there. What a Isn't stadium now, yeah. Have you been in that one? No, no. no it's either. just a new stadium, Paul. Uh, so. right. I've been in the Bernabeu, but not in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Are you not going over to the, the game? Mario, well, you never know. The kid, how's, the, how's the jet? We can check. Mario Hermoso, uh, defender, scoring. What about last night as well? Some of the goals, they want to give it as OGs when they're brilliant strikes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's yeah. happened in the game? Well, the, 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 the one from in the Real Madrid-Napoli yeah. game that came back off the bar and it ah. did hit the goalkeeper in the head. But, yeah. I mean, it was a shot on target. Of course it is. You've got to get yeah. into the, the guy taking the shot. Do you know what the stats people are taking over, Barry? Do you not think there's too much of that? That yeah. was a magnificent strike. You're not having it, are you? Is it? No. You're not having is it stats? Me? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think that should be the guy? What a, Do you like what the strike? expected goal stat? I hate it. I don't even read it. So it's bad enough trying to keep up to date with everything that's happening here. I'll tell you what we do have. Stephen Davis has given his first um, media conference ahead of Rangers against Aris Limassol last night, um, tomorrow night. And he said, this is what happened Sunday night, how he got involved when he first knew that Michael Beale was leaving. Uh, Sunday evening, I was just at home. Um, obviously, came out of the blue. It wasn't the call I was expecting, but um, things moved very fast and um, came in Monday morning and, and started to work. James Bisgrove and Craig Robertson, I received a phone call from. So, um, obviously, it was a bit of a whirlwind after that there. So, um, went off the phone and obviously had a few conversations. And uh, But my decision was made very quickly. I was honoured the fact that the board had that conversation and my name came up and they put their trust in me to try and do this job and I'm going to give it my all to try and be successful. Stuart's on from Shawlands, a Rangers fan. Hi, Stuart. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, good evening. So, uh, what do you make... So, sorry, guys. First of all, good evening. Good evening. Hi, Stuart. Right, Stuart. Well, I'm, I'm just... Yep. Sorry, I'm, I'm jumping in. I'm just back from my work, so I don't really know what, how the conversation was going okay. tonight, but... Uh, it's just, even at work, I've been hearing like, a lot of, like, uh, your boy Lampard, he's going up the ladder sort of thing, like the favourite list. Mm-hmm. But, honestly, I know 
a lot of people, like where I work anyway in my circle, they're comparing them to Gerard, but you can't do that. Because see, when Gerard came in, he had a fighting attitude. What was his words? Let's go. See to me, Lampard's a bit soft. And I don't think that's what Rangers need to know. I think we need somebody a wee bit older, a wee bit... I know that Muscat's not that much older, but maybe he's won titles, he's been in battles. It might not have been at the same level as your Chelsea and such like. Anyway, Paul, can I yep. pass that to you and the panel? Yep. What you think? Of course you can, Stuart. So, Barry, what would Thank you say you. to him? Cheers. Yeah, do who, have you got MD in mind, Stuart? Who you would like to yeah. see? Do you want somebody experienced? I, I guess, yeah. obviously, we, we mentioned about Lampard there. Who would you like to see come in? Uh, I'll tell you, I'd like Kevin Muscat because he's got that. I don't know. You, you fire. Know he's got the me. fire. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what? And I'm not just like sucking up your backside here. You are Kevin Thompson in beside him. Barry. Seriously. Someday, someday yeah. we are better. You know, let's get into this. Mm-hmm. But would you go, Barry? How could he leave this? <laughs> How could he leave living the dream here Paul? on Go Radio? Yeah, listen, that I've said yeah. again, Paul, I feel I'm repeating myself. I said about Muskie. I mean, I call him Muskie because obviously I know him because I played with him. Um, he's certainly That's a fiery... That's familiar, Barry. Muskie. Yeah. <laughs> what does he call you? Oh, <laughs> I can't repeat in there, but he's called me a few times. But anyway, listen, he's an experienced manager. I just looked it up there, Stuart. He said 334 around about that game's so he knows the management um, way of doing things. So I, I don't think it's a bad call, Kevin Muscat. I know he's no everybody's pick, but for me, he's a strong, strong character, and I think you need that to be a Rangers manager. But I um, think that's it. I think Stuart, you're just echoing what we said five, ten minutes ago that you you think it would be a, an experienced individual, given the the lack of experience that Michael Beale had. He may well have had. You know, great credentials as a coach, but didn't work out for him as a manager. And I think the way Rangers are now, there's a a lot of debate as to how much money they have to spend. Is it going to be a really tight budget because they spent this summer? You know, a manager would have to build into that. And I think managers are are so important. Yeah. They can improve the level of performance. They can play to a structure that gives the supporters better football to watch. And um I think it's a job for someone more experienced than Frank Lampard. Okay, Stuart, thanks so much for the call. We have to go for the news and for Celtic fans, Feyenoord are a goal up at the moment, but there's a goal at the other end. It's 1-1 as we go into the news. We'll just check. You have to check with VAR for a second or two for that one. Um, yeah, it looks as if it's offside, Paul. It looks as though it's offside, so I wouldn't want you to get in with the wrong news as you head to the game. Two hours away from kickoff, it looks as though it has been called off. Well spotted, Barry. I want a replay. Yeah. <laughs> Check this one. Well, we'll tell you more after the news. It's still at the moment, though. It's 1 0 to Feyenoord. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. They pride themselves on honesty, integrity, quality, and workmanship. Let's go! 
Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, and air source heat pumps. We offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023. Hour two of the Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Andy Walker. We're with Global Eco Energy. What's happening over there in Madrid? The latest, because that goal stood, it was 1-1 a moment ago. What's the latest, Andy Walker? Well, just one of the most remarkable clearances I've ever seen. The ball fired across goal. You're one yard out and somehow the defender puts the ball into the ground and bounces it over the bar. It's, it's a great game. It's end-to-end stuff. Look, look at that stadium. <laughs> Beautiful, isn't it? Packed, oh. isn't it? Yeah. Magnificent. And the weather as well, of course, it has been great in the continent. The weather's not so good in Glasgow tonight, <laughs> but you won't care if you're heading. 60,000 will be there for the visit of Lazio and Celtic looking to reignite their fortunes in Europe. Great name in Europe, of course, the first British club to win the European Cup, now the Champions League. And a big Celtic fan is on the line now. Reagan, Reagan, good evening. Oh, it's good to be on. Thank you for having me again. Great to hear you. Hi, Reagan. That one, of course, oh, was... Yeah, uh, bef- how you doing? Yeah. yeah, good. What are you thinking about tonight? Um, I think Celtic will win uh, 2-0, Andy. Good. I just think um, 10 years that, that uh, shows to be um, Celtic's match tonight. I think my will score and I'm going for that uh, Phillips as well. I just think oh. that Celtic need to put a statement out and you... Uh, for for European football because it's been far too long that Celtic Park has been a place where you go and you shall be the great atmosphere of the stadium but I think it's about time Brendan Rodgers and the boys went, went out there and put on a good uh, a good bit of play for everyone to see but no I'm, I'm looking forward to it I think you're right Regan I'm, I'm, the only concern you would have is the, the, the two centre-backs Phillips who's not really kicked a ball should play tonight due to a lot of you know, injuries, suspensions, he's had yeah. a bit of an injury himself. If he lines up alongside Scales, both of them need to be at their best, eh? Yeah, I, I was actually reading this morning, Andy, Brendan was saying that uh, he might be able to play uh, Vickers as well. Is that, is that possible? We could possibly well, see Vickers? I think everyone would welcome that. Whether he gets through the 90 minutes or not, it'd be a different matter, but he would, he's certainly been Celtic's best defender over the last couple of years, eh? And Barry, you uh, like the look of uh, Nat Phillips when you saw him playing for Liverpool. Every time I watched Liverpool and he, he, he came in, listen, he never played a lot of games, Paul, but when he was called upon, I thought um, he was really steady. Um, and I thought it was a good bit of business by by Celtic um, to bring him in. Um, so, yeah, but I, I, I think once he's fit, obviously he's come up here and he's got an injury straight away, but it wasn't a serious injury. And obviously we'll see how he, he performs tonight. But in terms of Carter Vickers, I don't know what Andy thinks. I wouldn't risk him. Andy. I think he's he's far too important for, for Celtic. Um, I would let him just get a right few training sessions under his belt and leave it try uh, till after sorry, the international break. Yeah, you've no idea what level he's at. But there will come a time where he has to, to try it, to test it. Uh, I don't know if it's tonight in a Champions League game, but um, I think Celtic uh, will be a better team once he's back in it, once he's leading the line defensively 
And do you yeah. take anything, guys, from this so far in that Feyenoord? Celtic matched them for quite a time two weeks ago, but then obviously went down. They lost that goal just on half time, and then they went down to nine men. But do you take anything from this, Reagan? It's 1-1 at the moment, but Feyenoord are having a goal against Atletico, who are the big favourites. Uh, Paul, what I take from it is that uh, Feyenoord are a good team, and I think that Celtic have actually got into a very tough group. Yeah. I know people have seen it was very achievable, but yeah. I think when you see the standard of European football, it's very top uh, standard. And obviously, a Celtic can manage to win this match, and then if Atletico manage to pull back and win this game then I think Celtic have got a great chance of doing well because Yeah I I thought it was a great group to be drawn in I think it could have been tougher I mean I'm looking at Feyenoord and I can tell they're a good uh, team having watched them against Celtic of course they've got um, a lot of star players but from the number one uh, seeds uh, in the the number one pot that's the team you would have won and wanted because you do think Celtic could get something against yeah. them at home and Reagan, we know you love uh, Scotland as well you go to all the games we got the squad today for the upcoming game with Spain and then the friendly with France uh, no Kieran Tierney as we know and he's out for a couple of months here's Stevie Clark yeah. it's always disappointing to lose key players uh, Kieran's been excellent for us I think it's a shame first and foremost it's a shame for Kieran he's got a, a really good move on loan to Sociedad uh, started really well and obviously picked up quite a what looks like quite a significant injury so we'll miss him but I know I know Kieran uh, he'll, he'll work as hard as he can to get back as quickly as possible uh, and we'll be there to support him and hopefully we're waiting on the other side for him as well Barry with, with some good news Big blow for Scotland Huge blow yep. Scotland's most important player for me um, I know John McGinn's been excellent um, I can go on Andy Robertson um, McTominay Billy Gilmore but for me um, Kieran Tierney's uh, Scotland's um, top player so big blow and it's a blow for him he's just moved to obviously Sociedad um, he's wanting to get out and play games of football obviously started really well out there but he's got a, a sore one and I think it's going to be three or four months but it looks at Paul so yep he's going to be a huge loss but I still look at the squad and that squad still gives me a lot of confidence. I like to look at um, good mixture of experience and, and youth in there. Um, but look, I think any team will miss the quality of a player like Kieran Tierney. Andy, goes without saying, doesn't it? Yeah, you just want him fit, hopefully, for as soon as possible. But absolutely for Scotland, when we do eventually qualify, it'll be difficult to get a point over in Spain. But I think we're capable of it. Um, and let's hope all our best players are fit for the tournament next summer. And Reagan, also the news that in 2028, it looks as though the Euros are coming to Scotland, England, uh, Ireland and Wales. So you'll be at Hamden. Yeah, definitely, Paul. I mean, that would be, that would be so good. Obviously, we missed out in the Euros in um, 2021, obviously, because it was small, uh, smaller matches. But yeah, yeah it will be great to see a, a massive crowd at the National Stadium. Uh, Does that mean, guys, we qualify automatically as host nations? I wonder. Uh, yeah, I wonder. Can we all qualify? Scotland, England, Ireland, Wales, the Republic? Probably I'm, I'm not. not. I'm not sure. Because they'll need the revenue from the yeah. games, won't they? I would yeah. imagine. I don't know. I shouldn't yeah. ask a question on the radio I don't know I, the answer I, I, to. Well, yeah. I think the answer would be no. Thank you. 
<laughs> Andy telling us that one. Uh, so two you know, I like the fact. So did you say Maeda and Nat Phillips tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's obviously you're going for a set piece then for uh, Phillips. Yeah, uh, Paul. I'm just thinking because I've seen the the uh, pictures of remember uh, Joey uh, mm-hmm. scored uh, last minute yep. against Lazio yep. the, the last time. So I'm thinking uh, Big Nat uh, Phillips could make it safe at two 0 But yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. Obviously, uh, I think they've started the started well in Italy. I think they beat Napoli last week. Yeah, Napoli. So yeah, I think. Are you watching it at home tonight? Because you are forgiven because the weather is rubbish. No, 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 no. See, after I speak to you, Paul, I'm going to go uh, make it to Celtic Park. So I'm going to go. Oh, fantastic. I should not have been doubting <laughs> you. Can we take that there out of the podcast for yeah, sure? Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. Farewell. That's poor, isn't it? Yeah. Right, I'll take the book. Very, uh, yeah. No, I would give that as <laughs> oh, a no, come on, ref. Yeah, it's straight first. red for that. <laughs> it's my first offence in the last five minutes. And Reagan, <laughs> you were on the other night. Isn't it great news that the Matt Busby, the Antonine shots, yeah. they're all staying open. So oh, you, you added your weight to that the other night in your voice. Some great stuff in the papers as well. The colour we got and North Lanarkshire have looked at it again. They're under real pressure for funding, and I've got massive sympathy. But, Barry, you were great on it as well, Mark. So I, I, I'm really chuffed they are great. staying open. And, I, and Reagan said about how it helps him physically and yeah. also the mental health. Reagan. And that's the yeah. important thing to, to hear uh, Reagan so yeah. pleased about it. That's exactly who you want to benefit from that decision. Enjoy the match, Reagan. Thanks so much. Yeah, all the best, Reagan. Like, I was going to say all the best <laughs> but in Europe get um, to the game yeah. safely <laughs> keeps the coefficient up yep, as well yep. you know because Rangers one. did it for so long that old one is that what you two would say <laughs> no I know some people some people do want you know Scottish clubs don't. to do well that's, a, that's like over there on the other channels here we are I don't mean radio that's my last year strip radio <laughs> put on the night you really like that strip it's the light blue isn't it yep. uh, anything blue he likes it <laughs> um, so Newcastle back in action tonight <sighs> as well so looking cha- forward to that uh, it's, it's nation states isn't it Saudi what and Qatar that, 20, 20 yep. years since they played in mm. the Champions League I know there's all that Saudi stuff but uh, to, to get down to the actual football and Newcastle competing it'll be great to see Barry, there's so much on tonight, isn't there? So I know, yeah. that, that's what's brilliant yeah. about the, the Champions League, Paul. Yeah. There's so many brilliant games to, to watch, so I'll be flicking between. Um, probably the the Newcastle PSG, that, that, that's tasty. Ah, that's, it's yeah. tasty. Nation states up against each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. And I see they're in for the World Cup as well, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that, so yeah. much uh, happening today. Barry, about that a while back, didn't we? Yeah, it's, we did. it's definitely on the cards. For sure. Barry, you, what did you call him? Stephen Davis, Steve Davis. What, what did Devil. you? Devil. Devil. Right. Okay. Yep. Well, I can't call him Devil. That wouldn't be right. But Devil um, has been speaking in Limassol ahead of the game, and this is what he's expecting. Yeah, I echo what James says. Uh, also, they're obviously an athletic side. They like to get runners in behind and uh, play forward quickly. So um, we're going to have to get the balance right in terms of how we approach the game. And here's one you'll like. He said to the players, it's time to step up. Yeah, listen, I think um, there's a lot of character within the dressing room. We've got a lot of leaders within there as well. And everybody knows it's time to, to step up. Um, the great thing about football is you get another opportunity to turn things around. As I said, it's not a position we want to be in. Everybody's hurting from it. 
Um, and the main focus is first and foremost getting a result tomorrow night and then building that again f from there um, and as I said the positive thing about it is the fact that we've, we've won our first the opening group game uh, we're in a strong position and we want to try and build on that and he was asked what's his approach yeah listen I think for us we just want to give the boys the freedom to go out and play to their strengths really and, and um, of course it's not a position we want to be in at this minute in time but I think if you take the Europa League on, on its own um, mm -hmm. we have a very positive result against Betis and it's about us trying to continue that there and if we get a result out here then it'll put us in a really strong position so um, there'll be minor little tweaks um, but the fortunate thing is that I've been around a lot of the, the players played with a lot of, of them so I know the strengths that they all bring to the team and I just want to try and give them the platform to go and showcase what they can do Barry, Barry what do you take from that? Yeah I mean first and foremost um, I, I'm delighted he got the, he's got the opportunity um, I'm sure he'll do a fine job what he'll do is they will bring a bit of calmness to the squad. There's there's a, a few people's no a few I would the vast majority's confidence is very, very low. Um so I'm sure he'll try and get that confidence back up for tomorrow night. Um and he just listen, I like that phrase he used. Some players need to step up, Paul. Um been blunt, it's not been good enough. Plain and simple. So they've got an opportunity tomorrow night against a team who playing in the separate league who are struggling as well I think they're fifth six, fifth or sixth so it's a brilliant opportunity Devo to go off to a, a winning start and if you get that win hopefully that will breed a bit of confidence into the into the squad I don't think Rangers could have asked for anyone more more experienced someone with, that players would uh, hold in such a high regard what has he got about 120 130 <clears throat> caps for Northern Ireland never mind the games that he's played for Rangers and he was talking about some of them he knows as teammates. So you would imagine, you know, um, you would you would think those players would want to do really well for him. And that's going to be a big factor, isn't it? It must be difficult going from playing to being the manager, but of course he's been injured for yeah, such a he's time. Got to, he's got to be professional. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, he's got to make decisions, as you mentioned there. Andy just mentioned some of them are his teammates still. He's still running about the place, Paul, doing his rehab try to come back from a serious knee injury so there'll be some big decisions and it'll be interesting to see what tweaks he does make to the, the starting 11 tomorrow night but it's a brilliant opportunity because as I said Aris are struggling in their league they're not the I'll, I'll be brutally honest they're not the strongest team um, so it's a brilliant opportunity for him to get his caretaker role off to a winning start yeah, the new Rangers interim manager was asked about that relationship in the dressing room. Uh, I don't, to be honest, I don't see there being any issues there. Um, as I say, I've got a lot of respect for everybody in that dressing room. Uh, and I think that's reciprocated. And I think ultimately we all want the same thing. We all want to be successful and win games of football on a consistent basis. And that's all our focus is really on. And he spoke about this new position. Yeah, to, uh, regarding obviously my thoughts on the position, I just thought it was too good an opportunity for, for me to turn down and... Um, Obviously, I have a great affinity with the club um, and whenever I get offered the chance to lead the team for one game, two games, whatever it may be, um, I wanted to try and help out in any way I could in terms of with myself and the staff that are here already and the players. So we're all together and trying to get the results that we want and get back to where we want to be. Um, uh, regarding the prep for the game, um, obviously it's been a really intense couple of days trying to get as much footage and, and see as many things that we can pick up from how they play. Um, although looking at their games, they've changed systems three times in the last five games. Um, 
but a lot of their principles remain the same. So hopefully we've done a good job in terms of that and the boys are well prepared in terms of going out for the game tomorrow night. He does sound calm there that you had said, yeah, Barry. He is. He's, yeah. As I said, listen, first and foremost, he was a fantastic football yeah. player. When you come in the dressing room, um, you've got some people who maybe go off their head a wee bit, but he was very calm and assured about, about the place. And I, I think he'll be the exact same as a, as a manager, Paul. So I wish him all the best in the world and I'm sure he'll get his, his reign off to a winning start tomorrow. Andy, news from Madrid. Feyenoord back in front. They're, what, uh, almost just over 10 minutes to half time, And it's a, it's a set piece. And, you know, the one of the big things I would say about Atletico Madrid they are so strong defensively they have been pretty much every year tonight they have given up so many chances and the um, goal scorer is clearly on side it's a save from uh, Obiak the goalkeeper but the, the rebound yeah. he, he puts it in 2-1 yep. Feyenoord 2-1 nobody saw that coming I don't think but there are no mugs yep. Paul no. Feyenoord yep. you look at the result they had with, with the game with Ajax um, 4-0 pretty dismantled Ajax in fact so there are no mugs firing they've got some real quality players as I said Paul you're not in the Champions League if you're, not, you're, sure. you're a bang average team mm. um, so but this result certainly is a surprise because as I, I mentioned before I think Atletico Madrid are, are the clear favourites and Andy makes a good point if you think about Madrid Atletico Madrid <laughs> they're yeah. strong defensively but the two goals I've lost have been poor the manager, I haven't seen him there in the last few minutes. He'll be going He's nuts. normally jumping up and down. Yeah. No, he's always in his suit. Is he wearing the suit tonight? Yeah, he's he always, always got the old shirt on. Pretty yeah. much like Peter Grant. No, That's the, right. <laughs> the buttons. And a night out. Yeah, very smart. Um, <laughs> uh, listen, one more piece with uh, Stephen Davis was just come in. He was asked, has he spoken to Michael Beale in the last few days? Yeah, I spoke to him on Sunday night. Um, well, obviously, in the conversation, I remain relatively private. But for me, I wanted to thank him personally because... He's um, the way he's dealt with me with my injury and the sort of tough time I'm going through in terms of that there. Over the last nine months, um, him and his staff were, were excellent in terms of all the support they gave me. So it was a case of, case of that. And obviously, um, it wasn't a position that I wanted to see. Um, but yeah, it was just a brief conversation. I mean, he wished me, wished me all the best. Barry, he said a lot of treatment. Do you think he could play again? Because I understand, I mean, he, he wanted to, Michael Beale spoke about him a few months ago and said, we still want him around the place and he's still on the books. Could he play again? Yeah, I think the only person that could answer that, Paul, is, is Devo himself. I know he suffered a setback. Um, I don't know how bad that setback was. I don't think he's he's close to playing yet, but I, knowing him and the type of character he is, I don't think he'll give in. He'll keep trying and and then obviously it'll come a point he'll need to make a, a, a decision but I think the plain side that's out his, his, uh, his mind just now I think he's just want to concentrate on these next two games um, coming the first one tomorrow night You just wonder whether this might be a club where he'll, he'll get the experience to eventually become the, the manager in full he's, he's the interim at the moment it's, it's hard to imagine him taking over the job no matter how well Rangers do we've spoken earlier about the need for one of the qualities the new manager should have probably is is a lot of experience and uh, you just wonder whether he might begin to build up some experience at, uh, at Rangers now The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy For the best customer service call 0800 233 5788 Let's go 
Just over an hour away from kickoff, Celtic up against Lazio. The Champions League is back in Glasgow this time last year. Rangers were there, Celtic were there as well. Didn't go well for either of them. Celtic back in this year. Rangers went out of the Champions League at the qualifiers, but they had a great start in the Europa League. So we'll be on tomorrow night just ahead of the Rangers game. And tomorrow, looking forward to the programme tonight. Barry there telling us a bit more about Stephen Davis, who is so well regarded. And now looking at Celtic tonight. Their opponents from a few weeks ago, finally, are 2-1 up in that cauldron in Madrid. They went ahead and it was 1-1. It's 2-1 at the moment with uh, five minutes remaining. Andy, it's a great first half, isn't it? Non-stop. I've really enjoyed it. And the fact that uh, Feyenoord have had so many attempts at goal, I think maybe five or six, four of them on target. They've got a couple of goals. They look really dangerous. And it's just a surprise to see Atletico Madrid, given their history of being defensively solid, they, they, they look a, a, a wee bit open here. Bad news yesterday, wasn't it, that uh, Tom Rogic had to retire. He decided to retire at age 30. He was such a great player, won so much with Celtic, but he decided that um, the twins on the way and he wants to devote his time to the family. Well, good on him, but yeah. uh, I, I think of the... I mean, so many special goals. I think he scored for Celtic, but the the one at Hamden, the cup final against Aberdeen, last kick of the ball almost. It was just a beautiful moment uh, for him and for Celtic supporters. And just the amount of quality that he had, the amount of goals he scored against Rangers at, at uh, home and away. Um, he was a special player. And in one way, it's a great pity that, uh, I mean, obviously for the best of reasons, but... Just 30, you feel as though a player like him could play for at least another five years. Barry? Yeah, he was very elegant footballer, no doubt about it. And when <clears throat> Celtic were coming up against Rangers, he's one name that you were looking to see if he was playing because he, he, he damaged Rangers a, a couple of times uh, with some fantastic goals. And you look at it 30 years of age, but you've got to respect the reason why he's doing it, Paul. We want to spend more time with his family. But there were certainly another few more years left in his, in his legs. But listen, he's decided to, to retire and, and good luck to him in the future. Brendan Rodgers has been speaking about the player who did so much for him. Yeah, it was sad, I have to say, when I seen the, seen the news this morning. I haven't spoken to Tom yet, but, um, but when I seen it, you know, 30 years of age is, is, is still so young in, in the modern game. But knowing Tom as well as I do, I know that family meant everything to him. And uh, when you read his, his script that, uh, of the reasons why, then, then I totally understand that. In terms of what he gave as a, as a football player in my time here, he was, he was absolutely amazing. You, know, big, you talk about big moments, big contribution, big goals. That normally defines the, the best players. And, uh, and throughout his time here, certainly when I was here, and he, uh, he produced all of that, his contribution... Uh, and my time was um, was second to none. He was an absolute joy to work with. He's he's clearly very much family orientated, and um, and and but which is also nice to see. You know, football's our life. It's it's our passion. But it's not everything. Family is most important, and for him, uh, as a young father, to spend more time with his family, then of course that was that was that was also a priority for him. So. He, uh, it's sad that it, he's bowed out at this uh, stage of his career. However, uh, I hope he finds the happiness and uh, he's left behind many great memories as a as a young footballer that he uh, they'll always be deemed here at Celtic as a as a Celtic great. 
So just waiting for the team news to come in for the match tonight. Barry thinks James Forrest might play. He could. And uh, Andy, you wouldn't be surprised if he did, given his experience. I, I would, so many. If it was up to me, I'd probably opt yeah. for uh, Palmer. Mm-hmm. I think it's um, I think it's a stage for him. I think he'd be excited by it. I think Celtic supporters are keen to see what he's really got to offer. He's, he's come with a really good reputation. People are speaking highly of him, but... You know, apart from that goal at the weekend, I haven't really seen a great deal. He played in the first game. He was trusted to to play over in, in Feyenoord, but as we know, that didn't work out for, for any of the Celtic players. But um, yeah, I think he'll probably play tonight. This was the injury update yesterday afternoon from the manager. Yeah, but in terms of Nat, he came through fine, so so he'll be available. Cam, we, we wouldn't take a risk unless he was fit. He's, he's come through really, really well. Um... He's he's further down the road than than we thought. So he's had uh, a real good week of training, and he's been doing lots of other work out on the field before that. I said before that it might have been the um, after the international break, but he's made great progress. So we'll just assess that to see if he can be in for the squad uh, for tomorrow. And if he is, obviously it'd be uh, be great news for us. Good news for Celtic though, isn't it, that Cameron Carter-Vickers is on the way back soon. Maybe not tonight, but um, certainly... He's, he's captain material, Paul. Mm, I mean, I yeah. know that Callum McGregor is the natural-born leader of Celtic, but uh, in, in every other regard, in terms of organising and dominating your area of the pitch, Carter-Vickers is, is another leader. Yeah, I know you admire him, Barry, and he's made such a difference. Yeah, I'll be honest, I wasn't too sure when he first came up, Paul. No? First six months I was looking because I know he had a few loan periods out um, when he was at Tottenham and obviously he came up here in loan and to be honest the first six months unsure but he's became um, a man mountain let's be honest at the at the back for, for Celtic he's not the biggest either obviously built well but he's not the biggest centre half ever but very physical very good on the ball as well um, good passing range so he's been a a brilliant bit of business um, for Celtic. What was it, six million pound, yeah. something like yeah. that. So, yeah, yep. But he was what third choice at Tottenham, wasn't he? You know, he he just wasn't getting mm. a game or anything like it. The captain, Callum McGregor, has been speaking about Lazio, and we know their form hasn't been great. But he said it would be silly to discount them, and they won't. They're clearly not. They're they free flowing best, and like you said, two out of seven. So you, there might be a little bit of vulnerability there. We've we've had a look at them on the the video this morning. Um, the boys know a bit about the players as well, so. Listen, they'll, they'll still be a top team. They've, they've earned the right to be in the competition. So the uh, the expectation is that they're a, they're a top team. And although they've stuttered a little bit in the league, then I don't think it'll count for too much um, tomorrow night. You know, it's probably more about us, how we approach the game, how we play. Uh, can we impose a style on them? And, and let's see if we can have a good night. But listen, we know there's a top team and we have to respect that. But Celtic fans listening on the way to the game, both Andy and Barry reckon it could be Celtic win tonight Jota who was such a big player for Celtic in fact he scored in the Champions League last season didn't he I yeah. see that reports that Tottenham are monitoring the situation this crazy bizarre situation where we know he went to Al Etihad but he's not registered to play um, and he's going to have to go somewhere eventually when he's allowed to go could you see him reuniting with Ange Postacoglu? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, he needs to get back playing and it's a remarkable transfer deal when they paid £25 million. I don't know the breakdown of how it's all to be paid, but uh, he obviously went for um, the opportunity and the yeah. money. <laughs> um, it's only 200 grand a week. 
Yeah, so he, he needs to get back playing. I mean, he's looked after himself financially, but there's so much more for him to do, whatever it may be. Barry Griezmann, I think, has scored. Is that right? Is it going to VAR? We're just waiting mm. to see. Looks as though fourth minute into injury time. Yep, 2-2. Two, two. And it's Anton Griezmann who scored for Madrid. You'll see it in the pictures coming in. And just a second or two. It's not just my prediction. <laughs> Well, it's a brilliant finish. It's an yeah. overhead kick, but just sort of... What are they looking at VAR for? Just they're looking at everything, handballs and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. But he's lifted it over the goalkeeper and it's been a it's been a really entertaining first mm-hmm. half and you don't normally expect to see four goals in the first half of a Champions mm-hmm. League game, so especially yeah. involving Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. But they're back in it, 2-2. Yeah, but in, in terms of what you're just talking... Uh, to Andy about their job it's, it's a waste of talent sitting on the, yeah. the sidelines um, he needs to get that sorted out but I'm not going to knock MD who goes for that level of money Paul that's, for that's, that opportunity yeah that's life life changing <laughs> life changing so yeah I'm sure hopefully he'll get it sorted soon um, just as long as he doesn't come back to Celtic <laughs> <laughs> that, he, he some record didn't he against Ray. I yeah, was in the studio he, here with do you know yeah. what I always yeah. look at players like that he was a game changer yeah in the final work. third. Big personality. Yep. He could, um, obviously, he could get assists for his team, but also he could get goals, Paul. Um, and when you get that for a wide player, um, that tells you that you're a right good player. Ali's on the socials at Go Football Show, and she's saying, Barry, Sam Allardyce was mentioned earlier on. What would you feel if the man who he managed England for one game, didn't he? He was unfortunate, but he had a great track record, so many clubs. Could you see Big Sam coming? Yeah, I'm sure that the Rangers board um, would obviously would come up in conversation. There's no doubt he's an experienced manager, Paul, and that's what we've been speaking about on the show. That's what I believe the route that Rangers need to uh, go down. Somebody experienced that can handle the the pressures and the demands that you get from being a Rangers manager. The, the big question is, what have I got to spend? How can I change this team? How can I freshen it up? Absolutely, we've spoken about managers who can make players better, but every manager that comes in, and whoever the next Rangers manager is, they'll want to know, what have I got to spend? How much? Well, what, if you're getting Sam, Big Sam, he likes to spend money. Mm-hmm. He likes to, he's yeah. done that with quite a lot of the teams that he's come in. Eh, I know they've been fighting off relegation, but he's changed the team, the squad. He's brought in four, five, six players. So that that's one of the... The questions I'm sure that the managers that Rangers are speaking to I want to know if they've got funds, have they got the availability to go and bring in their, their own players come January. Quite a few people coming on and saying they like the idea of Kevin Muscat, uh, partly because he's been at Rangers, wasn't there for that long, but he had some success at Rangers. Uh, he's got 10 years in management uh, and he knows how to win. I'm just looking at the people coming on. Some of them saying Frank Lampard, but it's not the reaction you would have got a year or two ago. I think they want somebody... Who's won Yeah, something. I just think Frank Lampard's record these last two clubs. Um, Chelsea didn't end well. Um, Everton, he, he really struggled. Um, so I think that's the reason why. I wouldn't rule him out. Listen, he's still young. He's still... He's wanting to have a another go at it. I, I listened to him speak on um, Monday Night Football mm-hmm. and yeah. it showed me that he was he's keen on getting back into the game as quickly as possible. He's enjoyed his break. Now he wants to get into it. So there's going to be a lot of names, Paul, um, putting their name forward. But as I said, the Rangers board, I think, or I believe, need to get the guy in by the middle of next week. 
Andy, because it was box office when it was Stephen Gerrard in one dugout and Brendan Rodgers in the other. Could it be Brendan Rodgers in one and Frank Lampard? Sky would like it, wouldn't they? Well, exactly, box office, but then you look at Stephen Gerrard. Do you describe him as a successful Rangers manager? He won one trophy, maybe the most important one, and that's why some Rangers fans will regard him as a as a success. But nine trophies up for grabs, and he won one. I, um, I mean, I know what Barry's talking about. There's there are two games away from, from winning the first trophy of the season, the League Cup, but I'm not sure Rangers are measured now, especially with the riches that the Champions League brings. It's almost like getting a trophy in itself, getting to the Champions League. That is what... Rangers need to to build up their, their finances. That's why it's so important. Barry is a Rangers legend. How will you remember Stephen Gerrard in his time as manager? Was he a success? Yeah, well, he took his time. And, and to be fair to the board, they, back, they backed him. They, they got behind him because the first, obviously, two seasons were trophyless. Um, they obviously didn't do that with the last two managers, with, with Van Bronckhurst. I mean, Van Bronckhurst won the Scottish Cup, got to the Europa League final. Um, and then Champions what, League qualification yeah, then yeah. the PSV that's right I forgot about that and then three months into the season a couple of sticky results um, found himself out of a job and then Michael Beals come in and, and not delivered um, as well so as I said this one I've got to get right Paul because as a Rangers manager as a club Rangers need to be delivering at least two trophies a season Rangers fans, what are you thinking? We'll try and squeeze in one of your calls on 0808 17 17 700. And Celtic fans, thousands of you on the way to the East End for Celtic against Lazio. Give us a call. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For the best customer service, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go. This is Paul Cooney with Andy Walker and Barry Ferguson. It's 2 2 at half time. Atletico Madrid 2, Finer 2. What a first half in that game. That's the same section of Celtic who lost to Feyenoord a couple of weeks ago they were down to nine men tonight they're up against Lazio I almost said they go in as favourites but uh, we've got a goal scoring yeah. goalkeeper of course so you need to be well, aware of that you will send him up for, yeah. for corners and he took it so well didn't he <laughs> it's a great I mean, it goal was. <laughs> have you Magnus. seen anything like it oh, I yeah. have actually seen it before yeah. uh, and it's one of the most remarkable things you see a goalkeeper yeah. getting such a dramatic goal at the end Rangers in action tomorrow night. The early kickoff in Limassol. Look, looking forward to that, Barry. Uh, you expect a Rangers win? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think there'll be a reaction. Um, for the simple fact is, Dave will go in there and he'll demand that. Um, no doubt about it. Um, and as he mentioned in his presser, Paul, some players need to. Or the vast majority of players need to step up because the performances um, haven't been good enough um, this season. Yep, they've had a great start in Europa League. Um, against a, a good Betis team but to lose um, three games out of your first seven um, isn't good enough uh, for Rangers Andy scoreline tomorrow what do you think for Rangers Rangers over in Limassol I imagine the players will want to do something for Stephen Davis as Barry was saying he sounds a bit calm um, Rangers are in pole position in the group after starting so well against the, one of the fancied teams and this is where you, you you make your mark. You want to two games full uh, maximum points and then they're, they're favourites to get through. I what, expect them to win, yeah. yeah. What are you thinking, Aberdeen, tomorrow night? 
at home in action against Helsinki. HGK. Well, I'm I'm hoping they put up the same type of performance that they had over in Germany and Frankfurt. Uh, I know they lost two one, but I know that Barry Robson was really pleased with the the, the way they played, and uh, here's hoping they can get, get get some points on the board as well. What do you think for the Dons tomorrow? Well, they're in good form. Three wins out of three. One in the league. One in the, the league cup. Paul and obviously. Um, the, the game against Rangers at the weekend I was impressed with Aberdeen in the, the second half um, I spoke about it Paul I thought Rangers started the game well but I thought Aberdeen were set up really well you can see they're, they're obviously starting to get a bit of confidence and um, they're at home I think um, Aberdeen will, will uh, win the game no pretty convincingly I think Aberdeen will, Aberdeen will win by two goals to one and just before we get the teams Barry you must have been proud of Lewis yeah, buzzing captain at the weekend. Final against Empoli, um, and getting the captain's armband. So that tells yeah. you how well he's doing. Um, at his age, twenty-four now, doing really well over there, Paul, in his second season. And I think if he does as well as he did last season, I think um, I think he'll get a move to a bigger club. And I'm not asking me no being disrespectful to Bologna. Bologna have been really good for him, but a bigger club in Italy or England. Yeah, whatever. Forever. Yeah, I just think after Scotland. this season... <laughs> Listen, that's the problem, Andy. Yeah. Rangers wouldn't be able to afford right. them. You're they right. missed out. They missed out, so it was their, their loss, I'm afraid. Here's the Celtic team for the match tonight. It's Hart, Alistair Johnson, Nat Phillips, Liam Scales and Greg Taylor. Callum McGregor, the captain, of course. Matt O'Reilly and Rio Hatati. Yang, Maeda and Kyogo up front. And on the bench, it's Bain and Morrison. Palma, Turnbull. Oh, Carter Vickers has made it to the bench. Tomoki Awata, Bernardo, Forrest, Ralston and Mikey Johnson. So, Andy, you weren't far away at all. Yeah, just uh, I, I thought Palmer would play from yeah. the start, but Yang is in and I, you have to regard it as an opportunity because Celtic supporters haven't seen a great deal of him. They've seen flashes. He he looked good up at Petodre when he set up a goal for, for Matt O'Reilly. He's shown one or two other flashes of his skill this is the perfect opportunity for him to to show that he can become an important player a reliable player on the, the biggest stage of all it's going to be some test for Celtic tonight though I mean that's not the back four you'd have expected before going into this season but Liam Scales Barry what would you say about the the guy who would have been probably on loan at Aberdeen yeah but I said that he, he was in Siberia wasn't he, he obviously up and Playing with, with Aberdeen last uh, last season, done really well. And it's amazing how football works, Paul. Injuries um, happen, and then he had an opportunity to come in. And I thought he looked a bit ropey to start with, but I think each game, as it's went on, or each game that he's played, sorry, I think he's got stronger and stronger. And listen, it's his place to, to lose now. I, I think he's been really good over the last um, few weeks. So, yeah, but it's, it's crazy how football works. He, he would... Everybody thought he would bring him back to Aberdeen or, or certainly leaving Celtic on a full-time basis. But fair play to him. He's grabbed it with both hands, Paul. And, and as I said, he's he's, pray, he's sorry, playing um, really well just now. Other end of the pitch, Andy, what are you looking for? I mean, I know the answer. You're looking from Kyogo. But what do you think? Is this going to be one of his nights? He'd love to score Champions League. Yeah, of course. And uh, you'd think in, a, in someone like Maida, I think he's got someone who's absolutely prepared to, to work for him, to run for him. He, he'll do as much going forward as he does defensively. 
and you've got that um, creative force behind them and I think that might be the key because I think Celtic can be really strong in the middle of the park when you've got the captain Callum McGregor you've got a potential goal scorer in O'Reilly you saw at the weekend how important that was right the last kick of the ball and Hatati has, has shown his quality throughout his time at Celtic so I think as long as Celtic are really strong defensively I think they've got a great chance of uh, getting off to uh, getting a win rather tonight and of course those midfield three so important they've all been yeah. in the contracts department in the last couple well, of months there you go Celtic uh, that's how you can strengthen the team you know, without bringing anyone else in, you're actually getting players that are there that are committed for the next number of years. I know that it gives the club uh, an insurance policy in terms of uh, anyone coming in, they'll need to pay big bucks because they're on long-term contracts. Greg Taylor was an injury doubt. Barry, he's in there and he's back on form. Yeah, I mean, watching Celtic at the start of the season, I thought, normally what you get for Greg Taylor is steady Eddie, Six, seven out of ten every single week, Paul. Um, but I, I thought he was a bit off it. But as you mentioned there, the last couple of games, he started to come on to um, play the stuff that you're accustomed to with, with Greg Taylor. So, yep, I'm sure if you ask him, he'll know what he'd be missing because obviously he was an injury doubt, but obviously he's playing. So, and he'll be happy in the Scotland squad. So, he's, he's became a big player for Celtic, Greg Taylor. This time last year, it would be Juranovic who would be a stick-on to play. Mm-hmm. He did well in the World Cup um, and he got his move. But Alistair Johnson, what do you make of him, the Canadian? Yeah, an- another really good find. Real athlete, Paul. That's what you want for your fullback to get up and down. And he- he's actually, he's pretty aggressive as well, Alistair Johnson. So for the £3 million, I think it's £3 million really well spent by Celtic. Andy? Yeah, I think the the quality that Celtic have, I think it shows domestically and they've been the the dominant side for for so long now, but this is European football. This is where Celtic supporters want to go next, want to get a bit of success. And every player is important tonight. You, You saw what happened last night with teams that were fancied to win. And when you make daft mistakes on this stage, you get punished severely and you're on the the back foot. Celtic are already chasing it a little they thought they might have been able to get something in Feyenoord discipline is important because Celtic want to keep a living on the pitch and they really need to get three points tonight I said it at the start of the programme this is if Celtic get three points tonight they are serious about finishing second or third no, listen I, I look at Lazio and they're a very talented talented team um, so we will, like I said earlier, we, we have to be at 100%. Okay, they may not have made the, the start in terms of results that they would have liked, but they still have players of quality, players that can make a, a difference. Um, you've got Mobley up front, his, his level over a number of years and how he leads the line. Luis Alberto, like I said, I, uh, I signed as a young player when he was 20, so I know his technical qualities and I know that he can, uh, he can be very creative and talented player. Uh, Philippe Anderson we've seen it at West Ham as a talented player so so for us it's for us it's it's obviously not so much looking at them of course we know they're a good team but we have to bring our game to the uh, uh, to the match and, and we want to play at the highest level that we can and that means that we play with an intensity with a speed with a quality and uh, and I think that obviously 
at home we normally have to break down defences that are low and, and, and deep. These games are normally, there's more space to, to play in, even though they have greater qualities, but there's more space to play in, and that should set our games down. That's why I came back probably, Andy, wasn't it, for matches like this up against Lazio. We gave you the Celtic team, Hart, Johnson, Taylor, Scales and Phillips. Um, we've got Furuhashi, of course, up front, which we mentioned. They haven't done it information on that one, but it's McGregor, Hatati, and O'Reilly. And up front, Maeda, Kyogo. And he hasn't gone for Palma, hasn't gone for James Forrest. He's gone for Yang. Huge night for him. We've got the... Andy, you've got it first, haven't you? You've got the Lazio team. Yeah, the yep. goal-scoring goalkeeper. <laughs> Providor, so you need to watch yep. him for free kicks <laughs> and corners. But as Brendan Rodgers was saying, the captain, the Mobile, uh, Romagnoli, we, we all know about him. Luis Alberto, Philippe Anderson, mm. we've seen him before as well. This is a team who've got good Champions League experience as we see Atletico Madrid go 3-2 up at the start of the second half. Wow, but you can't take your eyes off it. The game's just kicked off and the home side and you could almost have put... Well, you knew there was going to be more goals probably. Is it going to VAR? I see the referees have to... Every goal yeah, goes to VAR. So you just yeah. hope it's clear cut and they can make a decision quickly. Barry, that's the start they wanted though. And from... You know, Celtic would want... Uh, Feyenoord not to take anything from that game tonight Andy yeah they'll yeah. be one of the teams that they're up against just to, as we keep saying trying to finish second or, or third that's a great goal from Marata, just getting himself in front of the defender a bouncing ball and he just guides it towards the target and it's in the back of the net 3-2 off the studs there yeah. good finish some game isn't it yeah, yeah. listen uh, this is why I enjoy watching it Paul it's the, the quality a player that's on show in any of these Champions League games is is brilliant to watch. Yeah, Lazio the full lineup: Providel, the uh, star goalkeeper, and then the back four: Lazari, Patrice, Romagnoli, and Heizac. Then in the midfield: Kamada, Vecino, and Luis Alberto. Up front: Anderson and Sakanyi and Immobile up front, probably the biggest name that they have. They lost a few players over the summer, but there'll still be some game tonight. Uh, uh, There's a curious figure here, 881 Lazio supporters in mm. town who've got tickets for the match this evening, so there'll be that band of them at, uh, towards the Yeah, just end. hopefully yeah. there's no trouble. I know there was the last yeah. time the, the two clubs met, but um, Celtic will just want to see their team go at it right from the word go, get a good start, be on the front foot, high energy, Use the crowd who, who can put a, uh, I know only too well, they can put a yard on your stride. Whose message is better, Andy's or James? Oh, well, there's different <laughs> I think ones James coming in. because Andy's come in quickly. Well, I see, you think so? <laughs> going on by, but he was right about the nations, so thank you, James, <laughs> yeah. that not everyone can qualify. We can't all qualify, but hopefully uh, Scotland will. We're just seeing there the manager. Uh, he nope. must be absolute shattered after games. <laughs> I mean, he be. he's been there for some time, mm. Simone. He certainly has, yeah. Just checking to see what else is coming in. That's just about it from us. Barry, scoreline tonight then? You think Celtic can do it? What What do you think? Yeah, I, when you actually read the Lazio team out and you, you look at the, the level um, that the players have played at, they are a very good team. But I think they must be short in confidence or, or something's going on there. So I think it's going to be a very close... I think Celtic will just edge it 2-1 2-1 you reckon mm -hmm. Andy what do you feel? I'm the same I think Celtic mm -hmm. can edge it uh, I'm going for 1-0 Celtic and scorer? Kyogo Kyogo will yeah, get that be his first Champions League yeah marvellous yep. I think he's due it and he's definitely 
got the ability. And what a period for Hatati getting the new contract. Look, we know they might go, they had a long contract yeah. anyway, but how big is that for Celtic to get the key assets signed up for a longer period? Because we know the selling mm-hmm. model that they have. Yeah, and I think when you see Brendan Rodgers coming back, I think he'll be influential in wanting to work with a group of players where he knows he can rely on them. There's no real speculation. Of course he can move at any time. Everyone's up for grabs at the at the right price. You saw what happened with, with Jota. Massive money come in for him. He's got to go. Celtic have got to do business. But I think it's, it's good to get these important players uh, tied up. There was so much speculation surrounding them and it gives uh, the club a bit of cover, gives them a, a bit of uh, comfort, but there's so much to play for this season. And I'd, I just think Celtic can, can play a lot better. Barry, final word, scoreline tomorrow night for Rangers. Yeah, I think Rangers will win. Um, I'm going to go 3-1 Rangers. Andy? Yeah, I think they can go off to a winning start for Steve Davis. And hopefully the Dons as well against uh, Helsinki. Right, we're back tomorrow night with uh, Stephen Thanks, McGinn. Paul. We'll be here and Mark Weedy. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Barry. Cheers, See you soon. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For the best customer service, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, and air source heat pumps. We offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023.